Well, hello and happy Monday there, people of the interweb. I'm Colby. Kevin Colby. I'm Jordan. Bill Jordan. <laughs> you almost messed it up. <laughs> I, I almost took on the role. Oh, the reason we're doing that is one of the things that we're going to be talking about today is we're going to be ranking the best James Bond, celebrating the life of the man who doesn't really isn't around. I don't know. And part of this stems from, I guess the news was last week that Netflix is showing all of the Bond movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but we're going to be talking about that and in, uh, in a little bit. And uh, we are so glad you are here live on Facebook. And of course, you can always listen to it as a podcast. But this is Two Guys Talking About. Oh, I love that. I love that open. It's just great. It just kind of rolls right in there. I may just play it again right in the middle of the show if it starts dragging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, but we are so glad you are with us, and we would love to have uh, you just give us a shout-out. Let us know you're out there. Uh, and, and tell us where you're, uh, you're watching from now. In case you have a sense of humor, some people go, well, I, I'm watching from my phone or something like that. That's okay. That's okay. We don't judge. Uh, Gratification. Yeah, but let us know where, where you're where you're watching from, and uh, we're just so glad that you are here. Um, so Bill, let me. Uh, oh, you know what? I've I've got I've got something cool. It's 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 a little piece of animation that was created just for this part of the show. Hang on, here we go. It's called. Well, that's not it. Here we go. That's it. It doesn't do anything else. Um, so uh, I know you may find this hard to believe, but uh, I actually uh, I got a haircut over the weekend. It's quite noticeable. It what? You know what? It was a little long. Uh, I am going to. I think I'm going to uh, in May. <clears throat> I'm going to take the guard off. My, I've got my own clippers. I'm going to take the guard <laughs> off and just zap. Everything and just, but keep it that, that like two day growth. Yeah. But all over my head. Wait a minute. So you're gonna go Telly Savalas on us? It's not quite Telly because he he uh, shaved. So you're not gonna he, shave? No. It's without the guard though. It's about as close as you can get without shaving. And I think I'm just gonna blast it. It'll grow back. I mean, if I don't like it or if I become too hideous, too hideous. Too hideous. Yeah. Uh, but but we're going to be going to the beach, get some sun on the grape, get some color, uh, and zap it. And, you know, what the heck? Wait, did you just say sun on the grape? Sun on the grape. <laughs> sun on the dome. Put it on the dome. I need some sun on the dome. Well, I uh, God's doing some grooming here. Yeah, I'm a better guy with a tan and a margarita in my hand than I am like this, believe me. So are you going to grow your hair out until then? I'll probably get it cut one more time. We'll cut it one more time. Well, I tell you what, uh, when you're whoever's watching this at, at any point, leave a comment and and I want to hear from the folks that believe Bill should grow his hair out as long as me. Just of any length. That's what I was in my early days of radio. I mean, leave a comment and, and say yes. Just all you gotta say is let it grow, Bill. Let it grow. See what I did there? That's a horrible movie. Um, 
So what else has happened since we last talked? Oh, we did switch to a daylight saving saving time, not savings saving time. Okay, why? Uh, which? Hmm? Why do we do that? Government, government saving. <laughs> Stinking government. government. Attacks on our time. But uh, I do. I mean, last night, you know, the first night it was. I'm looking outside. Go, man! It's already, and it was still light out. I I do love that. I, I I do love that. Now again, if you've not done this, it's a great time. There's two times every year we change our times. A great time to remind you: change the battery in your fire detector, change the True. battery smoke detector. <laughs> if you're in a fire, you detect. It might be a little too late. So smoke detector. Just get out. Battery in your carbon monoxide detector and change the battery in your nose hair clippers. How many of those did you do? Did you really? That's great. You know. None. How many do you think I did? Well. I'm, I'm good at giving others advice, not taking advice. <laughs> yeah, that's not what this show's about. I uh, We typically do change the, uh, um, you, got, you got me distracted with the nose hair thing, but they've, they've got me, we usually do the uh, battery. Thing, but this year we haven't yet. Oh, so you're waiting on going back to daylight standards? Yes, yes. You know, I tell you, I, uh, <clears throat> I don't. I just, I, I wish we would leave it alone. I don't like getting up, and I get up pretty early during the week. I don't like getting up and it's dark, and I don't like, you know, it's just, I don't, I don't know. It just, it feels weird. Look, uh, not, what was me or turning this about me? I did morning radio for 32 and a half years. I got up in the dark regardless of what time we were on. It was always dark. Well, and then you probably went to you went to dark. bed when it was dark too, right? Huh? You went to bed when it was dark too, right? Uh, in the yes, yes, in both the summer and winter. I was not one of those guys who went to bed at eight p.m. so that you know I, I never did that. I took my nap in the afternoon. So anyway, enough about that. But daylight saving time, I do enjoy it. Um. I, I know what comes with it, though, and that is yard work. And by September, October, I'm going to be like, my gosh, how many more times do I have to do this? We've already got our over-under. Marianne and I have got our over-under as to when we're going to mow the lawn for the first time. So, um, I, I'm usually over the yard work before it starts. That's how much don't, I... You don't even do it. I don't. I just, ugh. I would... Uh, you know, the funny thing is I was at a, a men's event at our church a couple of weeks ago, and they had a little icebreaker survey about what's the one thing that you wouldn't mind paying somebody to do? And it was like, change the oil, all this other stuff. Mine and most of the guys there paying somebody to cut the lawn. I did for a while, but they never did the job that I wanted them to do. They never, they never cut it like I wanted to cut. I, I don't care. They they can scrape it to to the dirt. I'm fine. Just let, you know, just 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 let it let it go. So, uh, but anyway, do what? That's the spirit. That's the spirit, barren earth. Um, but we're glad that you are with us today. And just a reminder, uh, uh, we're live every Monday on Facebook at one o'clock Eastern time, and you can always catch the replay on our Facebook page and as well as podcast, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, whatever they call it, all that stuff. So, But uh, but one other thing, do what? Something else that happened since last time, uh, Jesse Smollett has been indicted on 16 counts. Amazing. The guy from Empire. 
Yeah, and the well, two formally actors, from <laughs> the two actors who attacked him <clears throat> said something like, "You know, he made them do it, or something like they in, he influenced them, or a bad influence." It's like, guys, aren't you adults? Yeah, yeah. Aren't you? I mean, they're obviously big, strong guys. I mean, they he made what is this fifth grade? He made you do it. Come on. I heard he's uh he's wants to write a check for his bail. <laughs> Well, it's already playing uh, like a mental thing, it's a mental thing, or it's a drug addiction thing. The drug didn't make him do that. No, no, and and you know, I mean, it's, and if he, if he was that far gone, he wouldn't be able to perform on set. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's sad on on like a lot of a lot of crazy levels, but um, but one of the things though we wanted to uh, get to today, um, Bill and I are huge James Bond fans. Wouldn't, wouldn't you wouldn't you say that that's true? Uh, selectively, yes. Well, that's true. I'm not, I'm not a big any James Bond fan. So, like certain ones. Certain ones. Well, and what's that's, what's and some could be an age thing. I find it yeah. as I through life, you know, my younger friends typically they gravitate to Roger Moore because that's the the first one they saw. Right. And there's probably ones, I mean, I know people who think Daniel Craig is the best. I know people who think that, um, uh, not Timothy Dalton, but uh, Pierce Brosnan was yep. the best. Yep. I'm a Sean Connery guy. I'm a Connery guy. Yeah, there's, uh, uh, while we're talking about it, I've uh, popped a graphic up. Um, there's all the all the Bonds, minus one. Minus one. But what kind of sparked this, though, were a couple of things. Last week there was an article, a couple of articles, um, so I guess you got you got to give Netflix kudos for for getting this out there because Netflix just released all but just two or three of the James Bond movies. They've got them all, and I think the ones they don't have are the last three with Daniel Craig. Hmm. They don't have Skyfall, Quantum of Solace, and uh, Spectre, but they've got Casino Royale. Oh, oh they do have Casino Royale. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, um, oh, what was I going to say? Uh, bah, 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 bah. Um, but that sparked it. And then Esquire ranked the best Bonds. So so here's 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 what we've got. Bill, can you can you name can you name all the people that have played Bond? Of course I can. Go for it. Me. Uh, <laughs> Sean Connery, Roger Moore, Pierce Brosnan, uh George Lazenby. That's the one you thought I was gonna forget, yep, right? Yep. Uh, Daniel Craig. And uh, who else? Did I forget anybody? Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. Now, there is one more. There is one more. Well, there's a couple more. That That's not on the list. By the way, Allison is saying Sean Connery, Roger Moore, and Daniel Craig. I'm assuming she's saying those are her probably best. Um. Thanks, Allison. Allison always weighs in on these That's podcasts. True. I don't know if you've noticed that, but Allison's right there for us. So who did I leave off the list? <clears throat> well, the first time that James Bond was performed uh, on screen was actually for television, and it was actor Barry Nelson back in the 50s, and he was known as Jimmy Bond. You know what? And Forgot all the, about that one. The other one that was played on the big screen was David Niven. Yes. And sort of a spoof movie back in the 60s, and that was the first Casino Royale. But yes. it was a spoof. I mean, it was, I've never seen all of it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, I you know I'd I'd forgotten all about the 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 berry one. Um, some some interesting history in there. And by the way, we want to hear who your favorite Bond is of all time. Uh, leave us a comment. Uh, of course, a lot of talk about the next one coming up, uh, which is what I think they're calling Bond Twenty Five because it doesn't have a title. It will be the twenty fifth official Bond yeah. because Never Say Never Again. Uh, is a Bond movie, was a Bond movie, but they don't count it because yeah. it wasn't for the Cubby Broccoli, yeah. that fiction company. That was a big legal problem. I love that movie. There are some scenes from Never Say Never Again that I think were brilliant, and I think uh, Klaus Maria Brandauer, I think, is the bad guy, the actor who played the bad guy. I thought he was a brilliant villain. See, I didn't I didn't care for it, and what I've always heard is, and, and if somebody knows if this is different or not, please leave a comment and correct me. But what I heard is the title, Never Say Never Again, comes from Sean Connery saying he would never, ever play James Bond again. And I guess they waved enough money and he was like, oh, I didn't really mean that. Which yeah. I, I realized that sounded more like Johnny Depp. Yeah. Sounded like one of the Beatles. <laughs> um, I did not, I just did not care for it. It also felt almost like a loose ripoff of um, Thunderball. Well, it was. The, the guy who produced it uh, was one of the co-producers of Thunderball. Well, you know, it, it... That's why it's not a loose ripoff. It It is virtually the same movie. And Allison is weighing in saying Skyfall is probably the best episode of all. So I want to talk a little bit about that. But I've got something else to show you. This is what I'm calling Bond by the Numbers. So up to date, there's been 24 movies. Officially. So Officially, yeah. The, officially, yes. This is, we're not counting the, never the say never. yeah, the the two one-offs uh, or the TV show. It has grossed over seven billion dollars, and that's unadjusted. I also read if they adjusted, it'd be more like sixteen billion. Seven actors have played Bond, which actually that's wrong. It's eight. I forgot about the um, uh, the guy on TV. Roger Moore was Bond seven times. Now Sean Connery could you could also say seven times, but we're not going to count the one-off and Skyfall to date has been the most successful the, the number one most uh, money making bond of all time of all time and we heard from Allison who said Skyfall was, was her best so, so Bill what is your favorite James Bond movie of all time that's really a hard one to do I think I think I would have to say if you break it down maybe even by actor uh, you know what, which is my favorite Connery movie which is my favorite Roger Moore movie okay that, you know I, I can probably do it that way. I do gravitate toward, uh, you know, the first Bond movie I ever saw. I remember my dad. It was a Sunday morning. I was fourth grade, maybe. And they had gone, my mom and dad had gone on a double date with another couple. And my dad, and I was that young, he said, oh, man, we saw a movie last night. You would love this movie. It's called Goldfinger. And I think I went, we had, a, we had a theater sort of in our neighborhood, a few blocks away in our neighborhood. And Kevin, I think it was a different time. I walked to the theater. Wow. Right? They gave me the money. I sat through. I loved I fell in love with it. I did not understand any of the double entendres or yeah. the girls, you know, the Bond girls' names. Yeah. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't get any of that. All I saw was here's a guy with a car with machine guns and an ejector seat and smoke screens and a guy who throws a hat with a razor in it. I gotta give you that. Yeah. Oh, exactly. And I fell in love 
with the Bond movies at that point. And even, uh, and this is dating myself, which is fine, I don't care. Back in the day when they used to show double features, after the Bond craze took off, they brought back Dr. No and From Russia With Love, which were the first two movies. Dr. No was number one and yes. From Russia With Love two. Goldfinger was three. They came back and showed Dr. No and From Russia With Love as a double feature. And I went, again, as a kid. Isn't a that funny? I went and sat through the double feature twice back in the days when you could just sit in the theater. So think about that. I was gone eight plus hours pre-cell phone. That's and I funny. Got, I don't remember anybody going, Billy, we've been worried sick. Where have you been? My parents knew I was at the movies. He'll <laughs> be know? back. I may have, I may or may not have called from a payphone in the lobby of the theater saying, hey, I'm going to watch the movies again. I probably did that. Uh, but I just fell in love with them, man. I, I just, I just did. Roger Moore movies. You know, there's a kind of a, there's kind of a joke among uh, the real Bond nuts who really like Connery and don't like Roger Moore. And I'm not a Roger Moore, James Bond fan. I think Roger Moore's a great guy, and he did, he was in some great movies. But I didn't like the way they had it. It wasn't his fault necessarily. I think they wanted him to play Bond a certain way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but considered, it's considered by many that uh, Diamonds Are Forever which starred Sean Connery was actually the first, it's considered the first Roger Moore movie because it's so tongue in cheek. Yeah. That is so, true. so cartoonish. Uh, and that's the thing with Roger Moore. The argument being, you know, Connery played the role seriously, but then he had these little puns or these little play on words or a little bit of humor in there. Whereas Roger Moore played it lightheartedly and every now and then got serious. Yeah. I like the serious, Secret agent spy stuff and throw a funny at me. Yeah, with Roger Moore, it was uh, it was reverse. So and and even that is hard for me to. If I were to pick my favorite Connery movie, you know, I might say Goldfinger because it was my very first one. That's what yeah. made me fall in love with it. But from Russia with Love is is That's a good one. Good. My um, so my the here's the funny thing. My the first <laughs> and my my parents were very conservative growing up. The first ever PG movie. I convinced my parents to let me go see was the man with the golden gun. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, the first one they finally give into is a James Bond movie. So that one's always been in my favorite list because that was my first Bond movie, my first PG movie yeah. and stuff like that. And, and you know, I think in the time I loved, well, I, I mean, again, you know, I was younger when Sean Connery, but, but Sean Connery is just, to me, is always going to be, he was the first for all practical reasons, he, you know, he's always going to be the one that I think I will always think of immediately when I think of Bond. Um, but there's something about the Roger Moore. Again, when I was watching them, I was young. I'm like, yeah, you know, these are really cool. Um, I didn't care for the Timothy Dalton one. I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't care for uh, Lazenby, which honestly, some critics say they think is probably one of the best ones. Um, and do you, do you know what I read too? He uh, Lazenby had a seven-picture deal, and after he did that, he decided he didn't want to do it anymore. As the agents, evidently, was what I read. They they were like, "Yeah, you know, yeah, I'll probably just do some other things and not get locked into bond." He walked away from a seven-picture deal. I've also seen an interview with him. <coughs> excuse me, where he said, "You know, what was I thinking?" Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's a um, 
there, oh, he'd really not done any acting really at all. He was a model from Australia. Yes. That's the other cool thing. We're going to get running all, all over the place here. But the Bond actors, at least until, I guess, Daniel Craig, I mean, Connery's from Scotland. Roger Moore is England. Uh, Timothy Dalton is Welsh. Um, um, who am I thinking of now? Next would be... Well, Daniel Craig is from... Uh... Uh, uh, Remington Steele. Uh, uh, Pierce, Pierce Brosnan, yeah. Irish. I mean, they, they had pretty much the British Isles covered with those actors. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. It, uh, you know, the, the funny thing is, and by the way, if, if you're joining us, drop a comment and let us know who your favorite actor was to play James Bond or your favorite James Bond movie, however, just but, but let us know about that. Um, you know, Pierce Brosnan, again, was completely different. And from what I read... Again, it's it's a role he always wanted. So even Remington Steele was kind of fashioned after it. You know, it's it's funny how some of these TV actors want to do movies, but then the TV companies won't let them out. Well, here's what here's what happened with that. And then this was on cable. It was a, like a behind the scenes of James Bond or something like that. And they they got into all this stuff. <clears throat> Pierce Brosnan was doing Remington Steel on TV. Mm-hmm. That was coming to an end. They signed him to be Bond. It was like, this is what he wanted. Everybody said he'd be the perfect Bond. He was going to do it, but he had, uh, whatever the network was, ABC, I think, that had Remington Steel, had a period of time that they could decide whether they were going to continue. And he was held to that contract, mm-hmm. even though they were not in active production. And he said it was like on the last day. There's a phone call. Hey, it's for you. And he's like, I ah, couldn't be. And he picks up. Yeah, they're going to pick it up again. So, so he had to get out. When he when he came out though with as that he would be the next Bond for Goldeneye. Man, I was some kind of jacked. And I loved that. I thought it was a little long. I thought it was about 20, 25 minutes too long. But I thought that was. I really enjoyed that movie. So I, I want really, to. I want to. That cartoonish again. Toward the end of his run. So uh, my lovely daughter has chimed in, and she is saying her favorite James Bond, and I'm going to agree with her, is Casino Royale. That is probably, I, just for fairness, with Daniel Craig, not the other one. I'm going to put that on my all-time favorite list for a lot of reasons. One, it it kind of rebooted the whole thing, if you think about it. I mean, how he got... The gun, how he met him and everybody. What was the car? The Aston uh, Aston Martin. Aston Martin DB5. Yeah, and License I thought EMT 216A. It just it took it back to a very serious Bond. Yes. Um, which I I could not stand Quantum of Solace. It just. I, I don't think I even saw that one at the theater. I have tried to. I don't think I. Yeah. I don't remember much of anything about it. The, the bash on that was, <clears throat> it was simply action sequences. Yes, it is. It is. It was, there yeah. was no real story to yeah. it. And it's actually from the only Bond sequel, even though it wasn't promoted or shown as a sequel, it, it pretty much continues uh, some of the stuff from Casino Royale. If you've never seen it, I don't want to spoil it. This the, is the white. The funny thing is, and I don't know if you remember this, but you were on air at the time, and Skyfall had just come out. 
And and so I was at Fox, and you were at Mix, and, and you had me on. You said, okay, you've seen Skyfall. What did you think? And at the time, my comment was, well, I'm just glad it was free. Wow. And that was your response. And I did not like it because... I, mean, I love Skyfall. Well, but here's the, here's the thing, though, and I think sometimes in, in watching things over... So I wasn't prepared for kind of the lightness that they added to Craig. And I was like, what the heck? Because I, I kind of like the dark. And and so when I watched it, I don't know, a few years later, again, all of a sudden, I really, really liked it. Really liked it. And I, I liked the last one. Spectre was great, too. That's happened to me with some movies, too. Um, uh, I thought, uh, I don't think, uh, uh, you know, we heard from... Uh, uh, Allison, that that she thinks Skyfall is the best Bond movie. I I think it's the best Daniel Craig movie. That's my opinion. Hmm. I thought Skyfall was brilliant. I I was really disappointed in Spectre. Uh, I thought they tried to pull so many things together and try to weave this story, the whole legacy of Bond. That it, it, to me, it didn't hold up and it wasn't logical at all. I had a problem with that. Um, Quantum of Solace, now I take that back. Quantum of Solace was horrible. No, that it, was, was, it was horrible. That was the worst. I think Skyfall was the, the best of the Craigs, and then Casino Royale. Um, the, the Connery movie, as I told you. Um, Timothy Dalton, I think um, many critics I saw with him, though, said he played it really closer to the way Ian Fleming wrote the character, but also with the Daniel Craig movie, uh, not the Daniel Craig, the uh, Timothy Dalton movies, that was when we got into the real... Uh, political correctness. Uh, he did not smoke. I don't True. think he. I don't. I don't remember if he drank in that movie. I think he drank smoothies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> license, license uh, to kill. Yeah. Uh, there are parts of those movies I like. It, quite honestly, unless it's Diamonds or Forever, and and one of the Connery movies is on TV, I watch it. I, I, I've seen them a million times. I can talk along with them. If Roger Moore, I can tolerate um, For Your Eyes Only, which is my favorite Roger Moore movie, which I get, that's not saying a whole lot, and then Spy Who Loved Me. For Your Eyes Only, here's a little bit of trivia for you. Sheena Easton is in the opening credits singing the title song. Yeah. She's the only singer of a Bond theme that is visible on screen. Really? I didn't realize yeah. that. See, I liked, I mean, there's so many I like. I mean, the Connery ones are great. I mean, you, you mentioned From Russia With Love and Goldfinger. And, I mean, Dr. Knows got that that look. Um, I did like, um, oh, uh, well, The Man with the Golden Gun, because we talked about that. But I also liked um, The Spy Who Loved Me. I mean, just when it came out, it, it worked. Now, you know, when you finally got to, what was it, The Living Daylights? No, wait a minute. What was his last one? A View to a Kill. Great theme song. Great theme song. Um, and I think it they were that's when they were starting to get a little hokey and stuff like that. But you know, it's it's like we when we started off talking about this, um there's there's a there's a new bond that it, it was supposed to go into production this month and I think it's been delayed. Um it will star Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig is saying it is his absolute last one. The director has quit, a guy named Danny Boyle, who's a great director. Uh, I just read today that that it's got the title of Shatterhand, which is evidently following the novels where Blowfield is back. 
So it makes you start thinking, okay, are you starting to kind of run out of things? But, you know, there's all the talk about who will be the next Bond, who will be the next Bond. And there's several guys that are already up there, including uh, an actor that I really like, uh, Idris Elby, um, who's an African-American, who would be the first one. Uh, but uh, there's some other guys. You know, it, it's it's one of the rare characters I think you can almost recreate every few years. And if it's just got this really just great, action and script it just works uh yeah i i I think there for a while though for me the jason bourne movies took over the jason bourne movies were far better than anything that the bond franchise was putting out that just opinion yeah Uh, i remember seeing the owner majesty's secret service as a kid at the theater and i thought man it just blew me away i loved it i just loved it I wasn't old enough to to look more critically at it and go, mm, you know, it's okay. I like Diana Rigg in it. I like Telly Savalas in it. But the, I go, I, I just go back to the Connery movies. And the one that we did not mention directly, yeah, uh, was Thunderball. Mm-hmm. Well, because we talked about yeah. never say never again. Thunderball for me, slight veering off the main road here. Thunderball has in mind. I'm sorry, I'm a boy. Sorry. Thunderball has, pound for pound, the hottest Bond girls over any other Bond movie. There are more all through it. I'm not. I'm not going to touch that one. No, you. Can, but you can. I mean, there just is. They're just holy. Ursula Andress, that scene where she comes out of the sea in Jamaica, and then they recreated it. In the Pierce Brosnan movie, whichever one it was, Die Another Day, I think, which was horrible. Yeah. Oh. It was a horrible movie with Halle Berry coming out of the yeah. sea. Yeah. It was, yeah. It, was, it was a recreation of, uh, and now Die Another Day, here's another one. You mentioned Aston Martin, the car they give him. In Die Another Day, they give James Bond, they give Pierce Brosnan a, an Aston Martin. And what do they do? They make it invisible. Yeah, yeah. Now that, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? What are you doing? Um, our buddy uh, uh, Dave Sinclair, he as Wayne is saying, Spectre, absolutely the best. Wrapped it all up. I love the the New World Order privacy theme. Shanghai elevator scheme, uh, scene in Skyfall was gang gangster. That was great. But the best opening scene on the bridge is take the bloody shot, and that I agree. That is in in Skyfall. That that was good. That was really really good. That was good. Yeah. Good. I so, think the Spectre didn't quite work, and I've tried to watch it a couple of more times. Um, and see, that was one I liked the first time, and I liked it even a little better the second time, just because even kind of knowing where it was going, I could sit back and go, "Okay, how is this all going to weave in?" Okay, I got it. Maybe I missed it the first time. Um, you know, if 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 you have not watched a lot of Bond. Uh, all the Bond movies except for the last three um, are on Netflix right now, and that's I mean honestly quite that is one of the things we love about Netflix and and streaming and not having be tied to cable and stuff like that. It's just you can you can watch this stuff. I don't have to wait for it on TBS to be whacked up with commercials and you know all of a sudden a two-hour movie's a miniseries. Um, but I you know we would still love to hear what you think in your mind is the best. Bond. I'll even give you the cheat sheet. They're the boys right there. The best Bond, and maybe even the best Bond movie of all time. Um, or you know, if you didn't like any of them, who yeah, should have been Bond? Next time, next time, Uncle Kevin, 
Can we can we can we do the favorite Bond girl? <laughs> yes. I'm not gonna touch that. Yeah. yeah. I well, you know, I mean, they're they were okay. First Landers is up there, and Honor Blackman, who was in Goldfinger. Yeah. One of them, actually, one of the actresses just died recently, but I forgot which one it was. There's been a lot. I tell you what, though, there's been a lot, a lot of folks um, that have had cameos in the Bond movies have been there. It's just, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty phenomenal. Speaking of which, and I, you know, we've talked about Connery saying he'd never do it again, and, and uh, he's done with the role. But I think he would have been, and now I can't remember the actor's name. He would have been the perfect caretaker in scare in Skyfall. Yes. You know, the older guy when he gets back to the old house. Yes. And if that had been Connery, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. How yeah. cool would that have been? Yeah. Even if he had been just kind of disguised, or, yeah. They, there's moments like that, as I think as fanboys, you watch, you go, "Oh man, oh, is that, oh, it, it, you know?" But I think I think real fans would get a treat out of that. But I've always felt that way about when, like the Mission Impossible uh, movie. You know, we did, I guess they didn't know it was going to have so many sequels. But in the original Mission Impossible, how cool would that have been for guys my age who watched it as a TV show? To, if anybody was part of that TV show, I'd give them a little role in there. I felt that way about uh, the movie Wild Wild West, which was absolute blasphemy. Yeah, horrible. Uh, if they had had Robert Conrad back on there as playing Grant or 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 somebody, how great that would have been in a nod yeah. to how they even got off the ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, to have Con- maybe certainly not. Well, they they did bring Q back, you know, until he passed. Desmond Llewellyn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, character he was yeah but this young guy who plays q with daniel craig i think he's brilliant yeah yeah it's it's they've done a really good job of of trying to keep up with the times and stuff so that uh but that's that's been what we've been talking about today the bond ranking the bonds from from well what what we think which is really important other than what you think so Leave us a comment and let us know what you think about it. And remember, we are live every Monday on Facebook. You can always catch it on the El Podcasto. El Podcasto. And I really do. I mean, I'm serious. I'm really looking forward to to, for comments from folks to rank the bonds. And I don't think we really ranked our favorite bonds. But, I mean, for me, Roger Moore is in dead last. It's I, I guess I think for me it's Connery, Craig. Yeah. Uh, Pierce Brosnan. Ooh, I don't know. Timothy Dalton, uh, Lazenby, and Roger Moore. That's me. Yeah, I, I think I would have to go one is Roger Moore, even though I really like Daniel Craig. But I'm going to go two for Craig. But I'm going to go three for Roger Moore. Did I say Roger Moore? I'm sorry. Number one is Sean Connery. Two, right. Daniel Craig. Three is Roger Moore. Um, after that, oh, man, I don't know. Maybe Brosnan. I mean, I'd probably put Lazenby above Dalton. I did not like the Dalton movies at all. I just thought, ugh, get rid of him. Give him like give him a TV job or something. Get him off my set. <laughs> All right. Well, I am Kevin. I'm Jordan. Bill Jordan. Drill Jordan. And uh, we are the two guys talking. We appreciate you being here, and we'll see you next week. Bye. This has been Two Guys Talking About with Kevin Colby and Bill Jordan. If you have an idea or comment or you're interested in sponsoring the show, connect and find out more at twoguystalkingabout.com.